Welcome to Monahan's North Bay. Mike's unique take on everything and your way to get plugged into our community. Here's Mike Monahan. From newspaper reporter to stand-up comedian? Well, it can't happen. This week we're talking to Dave Dale. Yeah, reporter for several newspapers in uh, Northern Ontario. Moved on to a stand-up comedy. Uh, he's doing some podcasting on the side as well. We've got him in the studio here to put some questions to him. Dave Dale, coming up. Monahan's North Bay is brought to you by the North Bay Regional Health Center Foundation's Cancer Care Close to Home campaign. You can donate today. It's cancercareclosetohome.com. Dave Dale. I've been seeing you everywhere, more so now than uh, ever when you were a reporter. I see you everywhere now. And uh, so let's start with the Nugget. You were how many years at the Nugget? I was there 18 years. Yeah. 18 years. Yeah. Uh, and But you're keeping busy since you've retired. Yeah, actually busier. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, let's, let's go through what you're doing. Uh, one of them that... I, I was not surprised by, but um, I was interested in the whole stand-up comedy. I, I, I When I read your articles, they were always very funny. Um, you're a funny guy. You had a great sense of humor. But to make that transformation to stage has got to be difficult. Yeah, that's a challenge, really. Um, when you're writing, you can... Uh change things around, try things out and then, and, uh, you know, come up with the right sort of satire or wit or, you know, sarcasm. Um, to be able to do that live on stage in front of a crowd that's either yawning or, uh, or, or booing, you know, kind of thing. It's a whole different game for sure. Yeah. Like how do you, how, how did you start? Well, I, uh, I started out uh, asking guys how to do it and then didn't listen to them and, and went about learning the hard way. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, writing out all the jokes uh, and making jokes and trying to memorize them and do them and, uh, and then trying to just wing it and go with those long stories without un- understanding how to do the punchlines. Right. Yeah. It's, it's a real craft, man. I'm, I'm only a year and a bit into it and I'm a couple of years away from being real smooth. Yeah. Are you, uh, and uh, so are you uh, still getting help? Well, I, I, I go to a couple of open mics here and there. I uh, do these fundraisers. Like is somebody critiquing your your comedy work for you? Oh, not, not in an organized way. Just uh, when you you tell a joke and people don't laugh and you feel that, that, that teaches you right there, right? That, you, those open mics are teaching moments, really. But you know, you, like those, and you know that uh, you, you probably know it's a great joke, right? Yeah, so you know, so you know, you know there's something there. Yeah, you know it's yeah. a funny, but it's just how it's being delivered or who's delivering it, maybe, or because we all know people that can tell a joke and the whole room is laughing, yeah. and another person could tell the same joke, and you know nothing. Yeah, no, there's so much to the uh, the setup, the timing, the, to uh, uh, just just the delivery is is huge. It's, that's the big part about telling jokes is being a stand up guy is delivery, and the guys that do it well. They do a lot of hours practicing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've told, I'll hear, and I love stand-up comedy, so I will watch a stand-up comedian and steal one of their jokes. Not, I'm not doing stand-up, but just throw it out at a crowd sometime, and it's like, I'm going, I thought that was hilarious when he said that. Yeah. Uh, but it's, I maybe, you know, it's the setup, the story, the... Anyway, yeah, no, it's totally different. Like, uh, I'm best in the like a kitchen sort of atmosphere with a bunch of guys I know, so I I know their triggers and I know yeah. I know what makes them laugh, right? Yeah. That that's 
I can slay a kitchen, but <laughs> try to transfer that into the Cecil's or something like that, an open mic, that's, uh, that's tough. Are you, uh, people ask me about being on the radio and they say, you know, how do you do that when there's, you know, there's thousands of people or whatever listening. And, and I was like, you know, I don't even, it doesn't even dawn on me that anybody's listening. Um, is it like that on stage or you, you're well aware? Well, it'd be like doing your radio show probably in front of a crowd where they do react and you see their eyes. And that's the thing. Never look them in the eye. No, 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 no. It'll just it'll put shivers down your, down your spine for sure. I did that I, recently at one thing and I just, I just started sweating. I just, some lady, uh, she was looking at me with so much sympathy and she couldn't, she didn't, uh, she wasn't, she a, was uncomfortable. She with was your hoping, failure. She was hoping I would do better, right? <laughs> and I just saw it in her eyes. Like she was just like, "Please be better," <laughs> and I just it killed me. But meanwhile, everybody else that was I uh, wasn't looking at. They said uh, they didn't understand because they thought I was doing great. Everything was feeling good, but I just looked in her eyes, and that just killed me. Yeah, yeah. you need you need uh, yeah. And I've done stuff in front of crowds as well. I'll do um, stuff in front of crowds, and, and again, that doesn't bother me. But I don't. You know, I don't think about it. I don't, it's just, it's just not one of the uh, well, yeah, things I think about. So I'll do like auctioning and, and I've tried to, I mean, you know, I went to YouTube to try to learn how to be an auctioneer. Oh yeah. Not to be one of these auctioneers, yeah. but just to keep the auction moving. Right, right. So I, you know, and so uh, I'll do that. People say, oh my God, how do you do that? And I, I don't know. I don't think of the people. I don't even think of the, it's not, it's like I'm talking to non-humans. You well, know, that, put that, up your hand to, to do the off. I'm just looking for hands. I'm looking for, and then maybe a little eye contact if someone's bidding on something or something. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, I'm not like looking, asking for bids. Cause I, I probably the same thing. People be going, Oh, I hope someone bids some money on that. And yeah. helps him out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it, as soon as you start showing the fear, you're, you're dead in the water. But, uh, I hope to get to that point where uh, you like you, you just feel so comfortable and, uh, it just rolls. Right. And that's where I'm working. We're not with comedy. Yeah. Well, I, I want to get comfortable enough that I can roll with it. And I have, if you, uh, if you have the right material that you have in the back pocket, if things aren't working out with this, you can switch over. I've seen some really good guys transition, but not what they were planning to do, but they just yeah. went into something else that just worked. Well, when you, and when I feel, sometimes I will feel uncomfortable is that people like me who are in comedy, um, one heckler throws them off. Yeah. And that's probably what would happen to me is because I've got my program in my head. I'm looking at all these, you know, no faced, uh, humans and, uh, and, then that one heckler would be like, you know, hey, a leprechaun or, you know, or make a Barney Rubble joke or something like that at my expense. Uh, I've, yeah. been, I've been compared to Barney Rubble. Um, <laughs> and and, and that, I would probably just like, you know, that would be it. Okay, I'm done. But uh, yeah, no, actually, uh, the, the hecklers sometimes help you out because uh, you, you, if you get on them right away, the crowd wants them to shut up too. Um, and they want you, they're there to listen to you, right? But yeah. if... For some reason, the heckler is a little bit more powerful than you, or just gets the advantage. Yeah, that can kill you. Yeah, yeah. but uh, crowd interaction is great, right? I like that. Actually, I think I'm better at uh, impromptu stuff. Back and forth, yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, but you can't count on that either. A couple things that I enjoyed, uh, and I have never seen you live, but I've seen some of the um, video or recording. Um, I like the local. Uh, jokes. I think the more local. Yeah, that's my gig. Yeah, I try to pull in the local stuff. Yeah, I'm working on some local stuff for this uh, 
this uh, fundraiser for the hospice uh, September 7th. And I'm uh, hoping that uh, the crowd the crowd knows North Bay. It's going to be an older crowd that has been around. So I'm going to be pulling in some stuff that, that they, they should uh, recognize and laugh at. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's, I, I, anyway, I think it's really good. So we have a fundraiser coming up. Um, this is um, September 7th. Give me all the details. Well, the big, big show is uh, Eric Bedard, the magician. Uh, he's going to do a, a tribute to his dad, Ray Bedard, who uh, was a North American known uh, great magician. He, he in, fifth, in the 58, 57, he was hanging from cranes on Main Street, uh, escaping from... Uh, um, straight jackets. Wow. That, that's his dad. And also that's going to be at the show are two of his, uh, protégés, uh, his, uh, grandson, Dan Poeta, who's uh, from North Bay. He's a cop down in York, I believe he's coming up and, and, uh, Chris Farquhar, the actor, right. And he's a magician. He, tra- both of them trained under Ray and they're going to do on stage the world's first straight jacket, uh, duo, uh, duel where they're going to be trying to escape from straight jacket at the same time. On the opposite side of the stage. It's, uh, he does a, fa- he, they're interesting and fast. Is it going to be a race? Yeah. It's yeah. going to be timed. Like it's, 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 it's a show, right? So it's going to be pretty is, well. Uh, Chris is good. He, we got out of a straight jacket, like right in our studio here. Yeah. Um, he was, uh, a brief stint as a police officer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very brief. Yeah. Police officers put the straight jacket on him. Yeah. Yeah. Like no this, and yeah. And, and he was a rookie. They were not being nice. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. No there doubt. was, there was no tricks. Yeah. Uh, these guys, I probably wanted, you know, uh, it's that, uh, you know, they wanted to see him fail at this. Yeah. He was out in about, I don't know, 40 seconds, 35 seconds. He was fast. Yeah, no, he, he knows his stuff and it's going to be really exciting when he's up on stage doing it. In fact, it's funny that he was a cop for briefly in North Bay and now he's playing the cop on the show, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm not a cop. And, he, and he's going to be doing a race and he's going to be doing a street jacket race against a real cop. Yeah. Um, yeah. so... And it's for the, this, uh, Nipissing Serenity Hospice. That's where all the proceeds go. So. There's comedy in this too, right? Yeah, I'm going to do a 15-minute thing. I'm a host, um, and, uh, uh, but these guys are their pros. I'm just going to be carrying their luggage, really. Yeah. What, um, and what, uh, how much are tickets? Where are they? And where do we get them? And- well, the best place to get them is at the Davidi Club. And, um, uh, for the show-only part, it's $45. It starts at, uh, doors open 7.30. Before that, there's a, a dinner and more table uh, magic that's going to go on. And that starts at 6 and that, that ticket's $75. Um, and the best place is Davidi, or you can call me, uh, 498-2050. I deliver to anybody, anywhere near North Bay uh, if you buy at least two tickets. Dave Dale, keep it up. Stay yeah. funny. Yeah, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Thanks. Good guy. Monaghan's North Bay. It's brought to you by the North Bay Regional Health Center Foundation's Cancer Care Close to Home campaign. Donate today online at cancercareclosetohome.com. This has been Monaghan's North Bay. And now you're plugged into our community. Subscribe now and listen to the next episode of Monaghan's North Bay with Mike Monahan.